0: All righty, hello again, everyone, and welcome to it. It's the February 6th, 2023 edition of the Derek Hunter podcast. I am the Derek Hunter. Appreciate you listening, downloading, sharing, telling a friend subscribing or following call it following now on itunes follow the show i appreciate all the support and everything that you guys do uh i just do i just do all right Uh, at the end of the program we'll have a winner in this week's drawing it's either mike lee or brad thor who will win only the shadow knows actually i know too but i won't announce it till the end I am uh, speaking to you now, Sunday night, at 9.43 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Whereas, and I'm tired. I actually golfed today. My friend took me golfing. He, uh, he's a member at a, a small country club. And uh, so we. I, I was going to shoot nine, because I don't like golfing very long. But it uh, ended up, it was me and two friends. My friend Brian, who's been on the show a lot, Brian Darling, it's his club. And uh, he wanted to take me golfing. It was freaking cold, and the morning time was 10. But it warmed up. I was wearing two pairs of pants. And then uh, my friend Adam. And we just, it was fun. So we stuck out there because I guess you had to pay for 18 or whatever the hell. I don't know how country clubs work. But we were out there, and so we did. And since we were a shotgun start, because there weren't that many people, um, and we golf started at 17, and then we golfed around and uh, played 17 and 18 again. I did okay. We didn't keep – we all kind of stopped keeping score. Had good holes. Had two or three pars. I had a couple of shots at birdie. It just didn't work. And then I had probably two or three holes where I just, it was at least two holes where I just picked up the ball and said, to hell with it. So, but it was fun. It was fun to, to see my friends. And so I, that's why I ended up staying for 18 holes. And, uh, I don't know, tired, very tired I had to wake up early, went to bed late. So just one of those things. So that being said, I recorded the program Saturday morning. So the balloon is still alive during this. I'm talking about the concept. doesn't matter if they shot it down. I'll talk more about them shooting the balloon down finally tomorrow. But uh, everything I say about the balloon, it doesn't need to be alive for it to have been said. It's just what a weak-ass president. We pop the damn balloon. What are you doing? Anyway, we'll get into all that and more. And at the end of the program, I have uh, the announcement for the new books this week. It is books, plural. I don't know; I mean, these are big names, I guess, but I also don't know that a lot of people know them or like them. Even though one I gave away was wildly popular. The uh, I'll just I'll tell you about the at the end of the show. Let's uh, let's get on with the show, and then I'll tell you at the end of the show. Let us get on with the show. The <sighs> This story is so bizarre. There's a giant Chinese spy balloon over the USA. There, who knows? It may have popped by now. Floated over here from China. There's clearly uh, there's photographs of it. There's some stuff hanging off of the bottom of it to do whatever it is hanging over Montana, over the uh, intercontinental ballistic missile fields that we have over there not really sure what china is trying to do but i'm not really sure what the biden administration is trying to do even if there's nothing that can be and i assume that there's not a whole hell of a lot that can be gleaned from pictures from a spy balloon because china has a space program and that means that they can put you know satellites up in the sky, up in orbit. So they are already, if there's anything that can be photographed from above, presumably China would have had the ability, would already have pictures of it. And they have very sophisticated cameras from space that can, you know, as they always say, you can read a license plate from, from low orbit. So having little lower orbit, I'm not really sure what, maybe you can watch somebody enter the numbers on a pin pad, but I think we could probably already, do that as well so what the purpose of this balloon thing was is is, who knows but the biden administration decided they weren't going to shoot it down this is gonna kind of let it hang there now why we're told well we're told that biden wanted to shoot it down but the pentagon said the danger of debris hitting human beings is too great now as somebody who spent a lot of 2006 in montana now granted that's been a while ago maybe things have changed but i highly highly doubt it there is a lot of open space in montana especially rural montana billings montana is the big the biggest city in Montana. When I was there in 2006, they were very excited because they just passed the 100,000 population mark in Billings, Montana. And they uh, that was the biggest city in the, not only the state of Montana, but in also in Wyoming, like in two states. It was the biggest population or largest population, in the, the whole area it was huge. Which seems weird, a hundred thousand people doesn't really all that much. But there's a lot, a lot, a lot of open space out in Montana. The missile silos over which this balloon appears to be hanging out isn't over a population center. It's not like you. we're going to nuclear war. We're going to push a button and several houses in a subdivision move to the side. They were dummy houses or something like that. No, they're out in the middle of nowhere. There's also wind. There's also, I mean, you could send, I don't know. I'm no military expert. But I think right now there's an opportunity for a Republican governor, Montana, maybe Christy Nome in South Dakota, to shoot this sucker down. They have National Guard. They could send somebody up there. It seems to me as though, since we want to know what in the hell they're trying to look at, but we're instead going to let them look at it because there might be a chunk of Skylab that could land on somebody, it would seem to me that we would have some kind of aircraft, be it helicopter, whatever, that we could send up there and launch something into this balloon or just grab onto it, hook it, maybe not puncture it, and move it away from a population center as much as a population center of Billings is. Because once you get outside of Billings, it's, it's farmland. Yeah, I suppose you could possibly land it on somebody. But if you draw it, you drag it, you move it, you can move it over a place where they really maybe a kill a cow. Maybe a kill a cow, cut a check for the price of the cow, problem solved. But for some reason, the Biden administration isn't really all that interested in doing that. Why would that be? And I said, well, it's not the Biden administration, Derek. It's the Pentagon. The Pentagon has done a risk assessment. I didn't really give a damn. The Biden administration controls the Pentagon, not the other way around. If the Pentagon controls the Biden administration, we're screwed and our country's already lost. If the President of the United States says, I want this done, and the Pentagon says, Well, eh, you don't really want that. we don't we shouldn't be doing that. And we're not going to do that because of X, Y, and Z, we're in trouble. We will have lost our democracy. Democrats always go, oh, what a threat to our democracy. A threat to... Well, if the Pentagon is overriding the president of the United States on things like this, uh, that's a problem, which leads me to believe that I don't really believe that the president of the United States wants this. We're having to take the word of the Biden administration, which has proven itself to be untrustworthy on many, 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 many fronts. But it's just bizarre to me that we're sitting there looking at this thing, letting it do whatever it is, without knowing whatever it is. It might not be the missile silos. The missile silos and the ICBM, fields. they know where they are. So what else could they be looking at? Who knows? Knowing China, knowing how uh, dumb the Biden administration is and how gullible the media are, it may well be that the cameras are focused somewhere off in the distance and they're just hovering over these things because everybody will assume that they're looking at this. Or it could be that on its trip over here from China, it took the pictures of Seattle, whatever it was it wanted to see, and now it's hovering over Montana as a sort of misdirection. We would know if we took the damn thing down... And then combed through the material there on it. But you can really only do this brazen act, honestly, if you have almost supreme confidence that the Biden administration is not going to do anything about it is not going to do anything about it. And you'll never get me to believe that as a giant balloon with some sort of mechanical apparatus strapped to the bottom of it was making its way across the Pacific Ocean and then across Washington State and then across Idaho and then across Montana to get to Billings. There was no point at which it could have been taken down carefully. International waters begin, what is it? It's like 14 or 21 miles or whatever offshore. So you didn't want to shoot it down over international waters because uh, they could do that if they so wanted to, China. It's international waters. It's no man's land. Well, Once it gets over the continental United States or in our territory inside the ocean, you could shoot that sucker down. We knew it was coming. It's a balloon it's not moving at light speed. It's not even moving at Mach 1. We could have taken it down. Instead, they let it get into Montana. They let it get into Montana. And they let it sit in Montana. Why? Is, and sadly, it's one of those situations where you really legitimately have to ask, is this because of the Biden family financial ties to China? Not because they're profiting from this. I doubt that is the case. But could it be that uh, the Chinese communist government, the Biden family business partners, have so much dirt on the Biden family that the Biden family inherently knows that they're just going to have to let them do some stuff? Because, you know, it could be wildly embarrassing, could be damaging politically, could be criminal. They have the ability to expose all sorts of things. This is why you don't elect somebody to any office who can be susceptible to blackmail. NBC News has this story. The U.S. military has been monitoring a suspected Chinese surveillance balloon that has been hovering over the northern U.S. for the past few days. And military and defense leaders have discussed shooting it out of the sky, according to two officials with uh, and a senior defense official two officials to end a senior Quote: right. well, the United States government has detected and is tracking a high-altitude surveillance balloon that is over the continental United States right now, Pentagon spokesman Pat Ryder told NBC News. We continue to track it and monitor it closely. Do you allow... Oh, there's spyware on your computer. It monitors every, every single keystroke that you engage in on your computer, but don't worry. Don't take it down. Don't don't mess with it no good would come from messing with it just let the uh, identity thieves who are desperately trying to get all of your information just let them have it as long as they don't open too many credit cards in your name what would really be the harm in that Can you imagine a scenario where you would allow that to happen what would have to happen for you to allow that to happen I, I, you can't imagine a scenario where that would happen But the president of the United States, down with it, seemingly cool with it. The whole administration, cool with it. Something's going on, ladies and gentlemen, something big is going on. If we had an honest media, they might ask questions about such things, but we don't. All right, uh, I want to shift gears here from balloon talk to uh, airheads. I guess you could probably say it's a continuation of it. Ilhan Omar. It's really bizarre to me. Ilhan Omar. Earlier in the week, Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff were stripped of their committee assignment. Now, notice that I I said committee assignment. I didn't pluralize it. I didn't say assignments. Assignments. But uh, Paul Gosar and Marjorie Taylor Greene and their Democrats were stripped of all committee assignments. They were not allowed to serve on any committees because they upset the sensibilities of Democrats last term. This time, Republicans said, well, you guys have set the the rules of stripping people. They did it. Democrats did it simply out of spite. They wanted to basically put everybody on notice that you best not question anything. They also refused to let someone like Jim Jordan serve on the the January 6th committee. Uh, So they were little tyrants. Now it's weird that that tyranny did not bother the very sensitive people over at MSNBC. The no upper-lipped Nicole Wallace comes to mind in particular. They just didn't care. There was the other team that was being hurt And people were being humiliated, and who cares? Screw those Republicans. That's the attitude that Democrats have. So when you hold the Democrats to the same standards that they hold Republicans, then suddenly it becomes a hate crime. And it was weird because it's only a hate crime for Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar was stripped of her position the other day on the Foreign Relations Committee because... She openly hates Jews and in particular Israel, our closest ally in the Middle East. Really, our only trustworthy ally in the Middle East as of right now. But uh, she's a bigot and a piece of crap, and she is a progressive, and the progressives hate Jews. That's I don't make the rules; I'm just telling you the truth. But when Republicans pulled Schiff and uh, what's his Swalwell off of their committee assignments, off the Intelligence Committee. By the way, the Republicans didn't bar anybody from any of these Democrats from serving on other committees. They just said, you can't be on foreign relations because you speak for Congress as a member of foreign relations when it comes to foreign policy, and you you really are an anti-Semite piece of crap, so we're not going to have you on there. And Schiff and Swalwell. Swalwell, Schiff was leaking classified information and using his position as chair uh, for political purposes to spread lies, provable lies. So he should have been punished for that. He really should have been punished by Democrats if they had any standards, but (laughs) they don't. So Swalwell, uh, he fell for a honey trap. He did. He fang fang nobody's accused this is what's funny is he's running around saying nobody's accused me of any wrongdoing well no you didn't nobody thinks you're spying for communist china eric you're not bright enough what they think is you fell for a honey trap and you let a spy get into your orbit because you thought she really dug you you thought she really liked you and then God knows what kind of information she could have gotten from that. Now, if you fell, now Fang Fang fled back to communist China when she was discovered. But if uh, you fall for it once, the odds of you falling for it twice are, are pretty high. If you're dumb enough to think that an attractive woman finds you interesting, you're going to fall for that kind of crap again. It just takes a little bit of flattery because you're, you're a dumb person, Eric. So you should not have access to to the, that sort of sensitive information. But the left didn't have a freakout over Swalwell and Schiff being stripped of their committee assignments. Not like they had a freakout over Ilhan Omar. Now, why is that? Well, because Ilhan Omar is a black woman. So all the speeches from the floor about, oh my God, they're taking this away from a black woman were about how it's racist it's It wasn't racist with Schiff and Swalwell, but it's racist when it comes to Ilhan Omar. It's kind of funny, it's a little bit weird <laughs> it's just bizarre so where do we want to start with this thing? Let's start with uh let's start with that very concept. It's weird because a o c went on c n n to talk about. she gave a wildly like ridiculous stupid animated speech on the floor and then she went to cnn to try and discuss it like an elder statesman about how important it is what's going on and blah 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 and what she essentially says is that booting ilhan omar is racism but booting chif and swawa they're booted because they were good at their jobs which if you just think about it logically would mean Ilhan Omar is not effective at her judge, not good at her judge, just not. <laughs> and that's the way I read it anyway. And Schiff are both white guys. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's not about race, but this is?
1: Well, you know, I think when we look at all three of these, first of all, when you look at Swalwell and Schiff, um, they're targeting and, and the Republican Party's targeting of all three of them have always been about campaigning and it has always been about the perspectives that they bring. It is about political revenge in the case of all three of them. Uh, political revenge for Adam Schiff for his work on the impeachment of Donald Trump, political revenge with Eric Swalwell in the incisive, uh, his incisive ability to communicate against the Trump administration and the wrongdoings of the Republican Party. And in the case of Ilhan Omar, I believe that that hers is absolutely, especially amplified with racist targeting because this is what fed her base. This is the same representative that uh, Donald Trump held rallies around saying, send her back to her, quote unquote her country. Her country is the United States of America. She's an American. And so you know in the case of, of all three of these expulsions, there is either political revenge or there is the absolute agenda um, of, of racist, misogynist, and xenophobic targeting. And those three those are those three points um, in addition to the political revenge constitute modern Trumpian politics. Pettiness, revenge, scorekeeping and the use, and the, the, the race, and the baiting of identity in order to divide
0: people up. <laughs> Can't make, make up make mind. yeah, no, getting rid of Swalwell and Schiff is because they were very effective at their jobs, but getting rid of Ilhan Omar is about race, so she's not good at her job, she's, I, I agree with you, AOC, she is not good at her job, her country is America, really, then why does she uh, hate it so much? Never seen anybody. Like, uh, oh, I'm I'm drowning, my boat saying, Oh, it's a lifeboat. Thank you, you saved my life. And, oh my god, this lifeboat sucks. Have you guys looked at your lifeboat? Have you looked at this this is terrible. I hate this like okay, stop. Calm down. You should be a little grateful, I think, even if it was the door from Titanic, that you're out of the water and you're floating you're you're doing better. But no. All she does is gripe about it. So somebody might If all you did was complain about your husband or wife, you'd kind of, people would be excused in thinking that maybe you don't like them all that much, right? God, you're terrible, I hate you. She smells, smells like paprika. This is the worst thing ever. I think maybe you're not a big fan, right? But the last part there, I put a little isolation on this last part because this cracks me up. Play along at home. Count on your fingers the number of it depends on how you count she says that this is part of three things and she depending on how you count she lists four or five things because alexandria ocasio cortez is a very dumb person even in a friendly interview where she is not going to be challenged and john berman over at cnn is not going to challenge her and say what are you talking about it, it, so you're saying Ilhan omar is really stupid and, and bad at her job but the two white guys are too effective at their jobs right so the republicans are booting Ilhan because of race and the other two because they're good at their, their jobs but then she lists f- uh three to five things that are like the hallmarks of trumpism she says she's going to do three things but depending on how you count there's four or five maybe even six we'll see
1: and those three those aren't those three points, um, in addition to the political revenge, constitute modern Trumpian politics. Pettiness, revenge, scorekeeping, and the use and the, the, the race and the baiting of identity in order to divide people up.
0: <laughs> Those three things, in addition to something else. Okay, well, in addition to the three, then you wouldn't just say four things, right? But then you go out and list five things. What are you talking about? The race and the baiting and the this and the that? <laughs> she sounds like Bill Cosby doing a pudding pop commercial. It's the race and the baiting and the pudding and the pop and the get you the single the, 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 the the thing. She is incredibly stupid. She doesn't have any. She's one of those people who just starts talking and will talk until you at least she thinks she's made some kind of point. And then she goes off and dives into the pool of social media where they all go, oh, my God, you're such a genius. You're the wonderful person. Yeah, you are the queen of people who don't know the difference between their and they are contraction. (laughs) You're, You're their queen. You're their queen. Congratulations on that. But, yeah, that was what the House of Representatives spent a lot of time on. So we shift from Alexandria Ocasio Cortez on a calm interview on CNN, saying, Yes, yeah, Ilhan Omar's kicked off this committee because of her skin These people, they're really making an argument that Muslim is a race. She's Islamic, she's Muslim, it's racist because she's Muslim. They do understand. I could convert to Muslim. To Islam, if I wanted to, I'd become Muslim. I could. Now, I guess maybe we I mean, were really only a, a twenty minutes away from. So we're twenty minutes away from a man being a man, to now a man being a whatever they want to be. So we should probably be about twenty minutes away from the trans race We need to. We need to bring back Rachel Dolezal all so we can all apologize to her. Sorry about that. We didn't mean to run you out of polite society. You were just. You're ahead of your time, Rachel. That's why we need to bring you back. That's essentially what we're headed toward. But if you can convert if you're racist because you you're kicking somebody off a committee who happens to be Muslim, then I can convert to Muslim and therefore I could become I could become a victim of racism, right the very same racism I realize applying logic to these people uh, is problematic. But I I point this out because of that, for that very reason. These people need to have the truth told about them and and their absurdity illustrated. So, you know, pointing out their absurdity really, really does. I, I suddenly become a minority, an oppressed minority, because I converted to a different religion. I guarantee you, I guarantee you there would be no such concern from these very same people were somebody who looks like me Muslim and faced the exact same circumstances as Ilhan Omar. There would be no cries of racism then because they're frauds and hypocrites. I mean, even Malcolm X, during his pilgrimage to Mecca, recognized this. (laughs) Wait a second. There are practitioners of this religion who look like people I've been told are the devil. What's going on here? And then he he began to open his eyes and his mind and change. And then, of course, he became a threat to the Nation of Islam and eventually had to be assassinated. But, hey, what are you going to do? Democrats, progressives have always been this way. And will always be this way. Anyway, AOC down on the floor of the Senate, whining again. Remember, two white dudes tossed off the Intelligence Committee, not for irony's sake, although kicking Schiff and especially Swalwell off the Intelligence Committee would have been hilarious if they just said, you know, we're just doing this for the irony of it. But they didn't. But Ilhan Omar is because there's just a horrible, horrible threats and violence and hatred for women of color.
1: Don't tell me that this is about a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology. Time has expired. My life was threatened. Thank you.
0: I didn't get any sympathy or apology when my life was threatened. Now, her life wasn't threatened. A Republican, Paul Gosar, I believe it was, put out or retweeted, actually, a video, a cartoon that involved him going after a cartoon. I, was, I can understand why she would be confused because she is a cartoon. And so it would be scary that she thinks cartoons are real life uh, because she is a cartoon of what a real human being is like. But he went at her with a samurai sword, like a, a dumb superhero cartoon. But that was my life was being threatened. Oh, my God, her life was being threatened by a cartoon. By the way, she's so upset by that, so terribly, wildly upset by that, that she was filmed having a fairly long conversation with the guy on the floor of the House as they were having the debate over the speaker's vote. Right? There's famous pictures and and video of them having a conversation like normal human beings. AOC, of course, didn't realize that the cameras were trained on her. So she was able to act like a normal human being. She will dance like a damn fool for her supper when she knows the cameras are on there. She is uh, fake. There's that famous footage back when Rush Limbaugh had a television show. Bill Clinton coming out of the Ron Brown funeral. Ron Brown was the corrupt former head of the Democratic National Committee in 1992 when Bill Clinton was elected president with 43 percent of the vote back when Democrats uh, embraced the Electoral College and didn't really care too much about the majority of the popular vote. Ron Brown was appointed Commerce Secretary. He was traveling somewhere over in Europe As Commerce Secretary, the government plane went down in the mountains and killed all on board, including Ron Brown. There was a big funeral in Washington, D.C. for Ron Brown, and Bill Clinton was leaving the memorial service with somebody. I forget who it was. I don't think it was anybody of important, but they're laughing. They're having a blast they both got the feces eating grins and are laughing out loud and bill clinton catches the the camera on him and rush famously pointed this out within a half a step bill clinton stopped laughing went to a somber look like you'd expect from somebody who just lost a really good friend as they were leaving the memorial service and wiped a tear away from his eye, which didn't exist. The tear wasn't there, but it wasn't the time of HD. He's like, "Ha ha oh, yeah." And the other guy didn't notice the camera. He kept laughing because he was, you know, unaware of, that, of what kind of person Bill Clinton was, presumably. That's the kind of thing that AOC is engaging in. Oh, my God. Ha, ha, ha. We're having a conversation. We're just colleagues. Oh, wait. There's a camera on me. I can't believe what that person I was just having a pleasant conversation with did. They threatened my life. I feel threatened. He never apologized to me. He never apologized. And it's the worst day ever. And I've lived my whole life in fear ever since then. Spare me spare me it's all about women of color yeah well eric swall what he does on the weekends i don't i don't care what he dresses up as on the weekends but we go back to aoc on cnn later in the day after that knowing full well she's on video having a good laugh with the person she says oh, nobody apologize to me if the threat my life oh. She talks about what kind of a victim she is and whines that she needs to ride around in armored vehicles because she is so... Now, I would remind you that her ilk, her team, inspired James Hodgkinson to try and kill as many Republicans as humanly possible on that baseball field in uh, Alexandria, Virginia, back in 2017. Bernie Sanders fan... Rachel Maddow, super fan, NBC viewer. No apologies were issued. Steve Scalise still walks with a limp after having his pelvis shattered by one of the bullets. But no, no apology. AOC had a cartoon about her where somebody did something that she didn't like. She's the real victim, as always. Did you feel safe sitting there with him? I think
1: it's uncomfortable um, serving with people who engage in what many experts deem stochastic terrorism, which is the incitement of violence in a... uh, which is an incitement of violence using digital means and large platforms so that individual themselves may not be the one that's wielding a weapon. Um, but I have had to ride, as, a, as has Representative Omar, I've had to, consistently had to ride in 20,000 pound armored vehicles in um, in you know engaging in some of the most gruesome threats that you can imagine uh, that were incited by republican members this is not just about a tweet it is about what life looks like and and the and the marshaling of hundreds thousands if not millions of people um into doing something See? and donald trump knows that very well and he uses and used his rallies very strategically in order to engage in political intimidation of what he deemed his political enemy.
0: Yeah, bring it back to Trump. You know the talking points. Nancy, put them out. Bring everything back to Trump. You're on film talking to the guy you said uh, wanted to kill you, tried to kill you, threatened to kill you. Was that uncomfortable? Uh, Well, you were there for like 20 minutes having a laugh. Couldn't have been that uncomfortable, right? Uh, I've had to drive in 20,000-pound armored vehicles. Where's the footage of that? Just I'm going to ask a question. Where's the footage of If that is the case, if you're rolling up to events in armored vehicles, 20,000pound vehicles, is the President of the United States loaning you the beast? I don't think so. So how is it that you're getting around? you're riding up in an armored car? Like where are you getting these vehicles from? Shouldn't there be some kind of record of this somewhere? People go over your office expenses. If there was armored car rental, wouldn't those be reflected in your office? Uh, Or is is it a campaign expense? Those campaign expenses would also need to be made public. I haven't seen a story about her rolling around an arm. Now, I'm not saying that it didn't happen. I'm just saying it's rather curious. If her and Ilhan Omar are renting Brinks trucks to go to events, that strikes me as a little bit odd that it wouldn't have been noted that while she's sitting there talking about this on CNN, that they might be running some B-roll of her being unloaded from a Brinks truck like she were a million dollars in freshly printed bills. It doesn't exist that I've found. Like I said, I'm not, I would never question her integrity because that would be to admit that she would have some, but I would think that uh, something like this would, you know, she's the one who said that uh, she felt threatened and she still has post-traumatic stress disorder and was very upset because of January 6th that uh, her life was being threatened, that she was being targeted, that she came close to dying on that day because of that angry mob in the capitol when she wasn't in the capitol building that day i'm not sure how you can feel threatened by something you weren't within a country mile of but hey she was over in her offices in the house office buildings which are quite a distance away that had nobody enter them that day but somehow she felt threatened she didn't really feel threatened. She was just lying. She was making it up because other members of Congress legitimately were scared that day. And she couldn't just let them be the only ones scared that day. There's fundraising to be made off it. There's martyrdom. The left has monetized victimhood. It is their currency. It is the coin of the realm. She could not not get a, a taste of that action. So she just made it up just lied. And of course, CNN, John Berman, never going to press the issue, never going to bring anything up seriously. You're sitting there laughing, but but you're laughing with him. This is the guy you're saying who scared you to death and was threatening your life, and you're sitting there laughing with him. Uh, Whatever, whatever, whatever. Back to the floor of the House of Representatives, Rashida Tlaib, who represents the district I grew up in, where my family still lives. She's down there. She starts crying. See, she is also Muslim. She believes Islam is a race, too. She believes that Muslim is a race. And everything is a victim. And she only really cares. She hates Jews, too. The Democrats didn't bother putting her on the uh, Foreign Relations Committee. But she hates Jews, too. She loves Palestinians. If she had her way, she would wipe out all of Israel and make it some sort of weird Palestinian utopia when, in fact, the area that they have self-governance over is uh, a pit because the leadership they've elected uh, is wildly... It's like mini-Ukraine. It's just wildly corrupt government after wildly corrupt government and leadership and the cheering of terrorism. Because I guess that's different from Ukraine. But they cheer terrorism over there, and they can't understand why it is that... uh, most Americans don't really give a damn about the, their plight. You know, like, well, a guy walked into a, a temple last week and shot up a bunch of people, murdered a bunch of Jews in the midst of praying. And on uh, the West Bank, they celebrated in Gaza by handing out candy to children. Maybe that's why we don't have a whole lot of sympathy for the cause. Call me crazy. But anyway, here's Rashida Talib.
1: Beach Warriors today. The hypocrisy is obvious to the American people. You are showing who you all are really. The gentlewoman's time has expired. I will not be silenced. The gentlewoman's and time has to expired. The congressman Omar. I the am so time has That our country is failing you today through
2: this chamber. You the, belong in that committee. The gentlewoman is, committee. is no longer recognized, and the the gentleman. I'm so sorry, Mister.
0: Following you today. None of these people gave a damn when they were stripping Republicans of all committees. Ilan Omar can serve on other committees. Republicans that they stripped up were not allowed on any committees. But I'm so sorry to you. <laughs> Whenever these people are upset, it is a good day for the United States, ladies and gentlemen. It's a good rule of thumb. It is a great day for the United States, as a matter of fact. Now, finally, we come to Ilhan Omar herself, the star of the show. She goes down there and she pulls an Obi-Wan Kenobi, which... If you listen to her, if you strike me, you can't win Darth. If you strike me down, I should become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. She's basically saying me not being me being taken off this committee is going to make me stronger and more uh, important voice around the world, which she didn't run to be a representative for around the world. She's ran and was elected to be uh, a representative of the crap district from Minnesota that she watched burn during the BLM riots and cheered but uh, they keep re-electing her, so what the hell do I care? But if this, what she says is true, she should be truly happy for herself getting the boot.
1: I didn't come to Congress to be silent. I came to Congress to be their voice, and my leadership and voice will not be diminished if I am not on this committee for one term. My voice will get louder and stronger, and my leadership will be celebrated around the world as it has been. So take your vote or not. I am here to stay and I am here to be a voice against harms around the world and advocate for a better world. I
2: yield back.
0: Yes, the terrorist organizations all around the country and all around the world will continue to cheer her. Congratulations, Ilhan. If you believe that crap then what are you whining about? Huh? They're all full of crap. They're all full of crap. Uh, but as we run out of time, here, I want to play you this clip from MSNBC, Nicole Wallace, and the uh, Washington Post reporter, Matt Visser. Because you've got the uh, Hunter Biden lawyers. Yeah, the other day I told you, they're running around saying, "This, law, we're thinking about suing these people for releasing this information on Hunter Biden from his laptops. How dare they? Do this. This is a violent. Is a they stole this information, which caused rational people to go. So you're admitting that the laptops are real then, right? And like what? no, oh, no, no, no. The lawyers then came back and said none of these threats of lawsuits or anything should be construed in any way, shape, or form as being an admission that the laptops are real. The information therein is real at all. Like well, then what do you? alleging what do you, they don't know they they were dumb they didn't think it through i mean you're dealing with somebody who uh is a crack smoker right and i don't know maybe you get off the crack and you whatever no more crack i'm clean and sober for i don't care you smoke a bunch of crack like he did the long-term think of ozzy Osbourne who announced recently that he's done touring Ozzy, you can find interviews of Ozzy Osbourne from the late '60s, early '70s, mid '70s, even some into the '80s, where you go, "Well, this guy sounds all right. This guy sounds okay." And then you can find interviews from the past 25 years, or the TV show He's muttering around, can he shuffles around his house and hey, we gotta go? Like what? Like can somebody subtitle this guy? That is not the ravages of age, at least not the ravages of age alone. that is the ra- because he wasn't all that old when it started going. that is the ravages of putting a whole bunch of substances in your your body forever they they have uh, implications not just to your liver and your kidney function, but to your brain function. Maybe your liver and your kidney can handle it, but your brain doesn't regenerate like your liver does, and you don't have two brains. Like you've got two kidneys. So just a thought there with dealing with this crap. Anyway, dealing with Hunter Biden, the uh, Washington Post reporter and Nicole Wallace, they say something that really demonstrates willful ignorance. I guess it has to be willful ignorance about Hunter Biden because they declare, despite all, all of the emails, all of the uh, bank records that we do have access to, and the fact that Joe Biden suddenly came up with a ton of money without really explaining where he came up with that ton of money and was charging his son $50,000 a month to rent a house whose mortgage was probably closer to fifteen or $20,000 a month. So it would raise some possibilities of maybe this is how the big guy gets his 10%. They instead say that there's there's no evidence showing that Joe was connected to uh, if if it was advantageous for them to say Joe and Hunter just share a same last name it doesn't mean that they're related. They would make that case. This is how loyal of puppies that they are over there at MSNBC. But this I get a I get a kick out of.
1: Say they, they you know bat a thousand on their Hunter Biden hearings. W- what is the I mean, there's nothing that I've seen in any of the stories about any of this that suggests any of it had anything to do with his father. What is the end game other than humiliating the president's son?
2: I mean, that may be the the end game, uh, it, you know, because we've spent a lot of time with the laptop and we've looked a lot at it. And, and there isn't much that ties uh, the president to any wrongdoing um, which I think has got to be the focus for it to be relevant to be before a congressional committee is to look at Joe Biden and the presidency. and And uh, there's nothing at least on the laptop that illustrates that. So I, I mean, for there to be something, they would need to broaden this out and introduce some sort of new evidence that hasn't been picked over. and And I don't know what that is. It, you know, and so I, I think that that is kind of this space that they're they're sort of looking at. But, I, but I, I, your point is taken that I think a lot of this is to embarrass, uh, you know, Hunter Biden and to use him as a foil to, to drive uh, political donations and to, to animate the Republican base as Hunter Biden does. You know, so I think that that's going to be a lot of it more than trying to find an actual into
0: an investigation. It's a deeply cynical move. Deeply cynical move. A deeply cynical move. It's a deeply, deeply cynical move. They know nothing about what this laptop is. The Washington Post seemingly has forbade their reporters from reporting on it. It's weird because these outlets did exactly, not MSNBC, not NBC News, but other outlets. CBS, for example. They brought their copy of the hard drive to an expert after two years. And they determined that it was really Hunter Biden's laptop by base. I mean, anybody could figure this out. NBC News hasn't bothered to do that. Washington Post did. They've reported that the laptop is authentic, but they've done so without reporting what's on the laptop. New York Times has reported that the laptop is authentic without reporting what's on the laptop. It's amazing. They, they waited till their audience had given up on it, forgotten about it. It's old news. They played the old news gambit. But that's what they do. That's who they are. Deny, 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 admit, dismiss. Except these people are even pretending. The, the The damn journalist is going, yeah, there's. I don't know what there could be on here. There doesn't seem to be anything. Really? 10% for the big guy held by H. That's nothing. The president of the United States is on record lying to the American public. I've never talked to my son about his overseas businesses. Meanwhile, there's a wall of selfies of him as vice president meeting with Hunter Biden's business associates. Yeah, nothing can be gleaned from that. God, it's got to be nice to have that kind of protection. Got to be nice to have that kind of protection. Anyway, The last thing I want to play for you today is that president of the United States of ours. Democrats collectively forgot what a woman was, changed the definition, could be anything, anywhere. For somebody at Joe Biden's age... That's got to be confusing. He just remembers there's something politically correct he's got to do or know or say about women. Men can be women. Of course, anything can be a woman. It doesn't matter. They just cheapen women, except for when you're talking about abortion, then everybody's a biologist. But Joe Biden at the White House the other day was talking, trying to toot his own horn about how many members of his administration are female, which, again, is tough to do when you don't know what a woman is and he ended up stepping all over his tongue because he's dumb.
2: More than half the women in my cabinet, more
0: than, more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women in, the, in my administration are women. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play that again just so you, you hear it. You don't miss it.
2: More than half the women in my cabinet, more than, more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half of the
0: women in, the, in my administration are women. More than half the women in my administration are women. The other half are dudes pretending to be women hanging out at the baggage claim at Dulles trying to find some new clothes by ripping off people and pushing kids to get gender reassignment surgery. Yeah, you can't blame senility for this one. It's just Democrats confusing the hell out of him because they just make stuff up. (laughs) All right, that is enough for today, ladies and gentlemen. Now I had to announce the winner. The winner of the autographed book, and they chose Senator Mike Lee. And this dude's got a name. This dude's got a, I I don't know. I don't know the guy, but uh, Ed Fontaine. Dude, Ed Fontaine sounds like a guy that if you go out with, there's going to be a lot of martinis and cigars consumed. There's going to be some ladies around, and the night will probably go fine, but it could go sideways pretty easily. What'd you do this, what are you doing this weekend? I'm hanging out with Ed Fontaine. Oh, man. Have bail money set aside, okay? That's just the kind of name. That's what I get from Ed Fontaine. So congratulations, Ed Fontaine. I hope your life is as interesting as I believe your name to be. And uh, you get the Senator Mike Lee book, The Freedom Agenda, I think it is. Send me, uh, check your messages, and you shall have one from me, and you will uh, send me your address. And that's it. That's how it works. Uh, this week, that means that what's this, Brad Thor is returning. Which book is it? It's uh, The Apostle. Brad Thor, The Apostle. And he's going against a twofer. A twofer, a twofer, a twofer. It is the return of Uval Levin. It's a separate Uval Levin book. AZ Dad, you gotta send me a message, because you, uh, you won the last one. And... Uh, I got to get your address. And uh, so, autographed Uval Levin, A Time to Build, and Arthur Brooks, who used to head the Brookings, not the Brookings Institute, the American Enterprise Institute, AEI. Now, I think he's teaching up at Harvard. He's making documentaries. He's a very enterprising man, young man. He's got his start playing like the French horn in uh, an orchestra. Very interesting guy. His latest book, I think it's his latest, but maybe his second to latest book, "Love Your Enemies." He was on the show a lifetime ago when it was still associated with the Daily Caller. Both autographed, so it's two for one. It's Brad Thor or uh, Arthur Brooks and Yuval Levin. It's not a pick one of the three. It's pick one of the two, and one of the two is two. If that makes sense. If not, you'll figure it out. You're smart, and I'm overly complicating it anyway. Have yourself an awesome Monday. I'm already ready for a damn weekend. How pathetic is this? Hope you're doing well. Thank you for listening.